Hey friends, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. This is Misty Phillip, and today I'm talking to Kim Allen about crushing insecurities, pushing boundaries, and pursuing dreams. You know, these are some of my favorite topics, but I love the wisdom that Kim has to share. So please welcome Kim Allen to the By His Grace podcast. Kim Allen, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am excited to have you on the show, my friend. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we met at Tracy Mitchell's Come to the Table event. You were one of the sponsors, and we sat next to each other and started talking, and what an incredible event that was. Our friend Tracy is very anointed, and what a special day for women leaders to come to the table to be inspired and encouraged. Yes, that was one of the greatest days I've had in a long time. I haven't had a whole lot of time to be with just women uh, we moved out of, out of Texas into Missouri this year and had so much going on. And I just longed for that fellowship. And that day was just amazing. Yeah. Just amazing. Yeah, we're made to be in community with other women. And so just hope that you get plugged in very soon as you're getting settled there and so that you can um, do all that God's called you to do. Well, you've written a book called Crushing Insecurity, Pushing Boundaries and Pursuing Dreams. So I just have to know with a title like that, first of all, it's an amazing title. What led up to you writing this book? Well, I had been in the workforce and in pastoring and leading small groups and doing a lot of things. And I had just seen women pretty much consistently be tripped up by their lack of security and confidence. I would see people, uh, I would interview and they would come in and they would give me the answers I thought they wanted to have, but I could learn to distinguish between confidence and competence. And a lot of them were extremely confident, had all the right certifications and, and things that they needed, education, but that confidence was not there. And then as I started leading women in small groups, that came out more in conversations. And so I thought, I need to be able to share the stories that I've had because I've had very many and dealt with that thing myself, confident, lack of confidence. and. And so I started to write it. I was going through this journey of self-discovery, as we always do when we're writing books. And I realized, hey, I really have a lot of stories that I could share with other people. And so I wanted to do that, hopefully, that I could um, help women who had that from time to time. You know, that's exactly right. We go through things ourselves, and then that becomes our message that God uses to inspire someone else along the way. So let's talk about one of the stories in your book. I'd love to know, you know, one of the most impactful stories in your book. Could you share that with our friends here? Sure, absolutely. I was very experienced in the IT world. My jobs led me to do many things I never expected. I ended up at Apple headquarters and Dell's Executive Learning Center and things like that for my job. In my job, I had lots of security. I, I was confident. I knew what I was doing. 
not so much on the spiritual side because I kind of suffered from that perfect syndrome and I thought I had to do everything perfectly. My husband's a pastor and a, and a teacher and he, I saw him as always doing the speaking and sharing the word. But God led me into situations where the business side of me and the education side of me would always make a path to the, to the solution to the problem, if you will. And he, and I had great faith in him. And one time in Texas, we had a really big hurricane. It was a bad one. And we needed a way to help people in our church decide who could get the houses repaired the fastest. And there were so many, Misty. It was just, you would go down the street and it would look like a bomb went off. Like there was things everywhere. And we went to this one person's house and there was a sign that somebody had written on a piece of sheetrock that said, don't take our belongings. The insurance adjusters are coming. And I thought to myself, who would do that? And how can we help them? There's just so many things to do. And God spoke to me at that time and said, your priorities are wrong. You can help these people. And so I started thinking of ways to use the business side of me, making spreadsheets and um, requirements and all of those kinds of things to gather that data so we could take those numbers out and see those women who were widows and needed help or older people who didn't have insurance, just things like that. And it was kind of amazing how that worked because I was trying to work my plan and what I was secure with. And God was leading me into that place where not only I could do something that could help on the business side, but I had so much prayer with them and so much just one-on-one time. And we stood there and just in the middle of the street prayed or things like that. We had them to our house for dinner You know, it was just those relationships got built and God let me know I needed to stop those, the climbing the ladder to break the glass ceiling times and be more, make it more about people. Oh, that's so good. You know, we experienced something similar in Hurricane Harvey that hit here in Houston and people all around us were just devastated with all of their belongings. And if you've never been through a hurricane or a storm like that, it's just everywhere you look, it's just destruction. And so I did something similar, but not on my business side. It was more of my home skills. I'm like, what is the thing that I can do? And I was like, I can cook. These people don't have, you know, they're ordering pizza or whatever. You could only do that so many times. And and there were several people from our church that volunteered and crews to go mud out these houses. And so I went to Costco and probably bought, I don't know, hundreds of pounds of chicken. My husband put it on the smoker and smoked it. I made chicken enchiladas and all these different comfort foods that then we as a family delivered to the homeowners or the people who were working and they were just so relieved to see a hot meal because it was hot and they were working hard. And and I, I love that, that if we can just get out of the way and use the gifts that God has given us, that we can use it to help others in ways that we never even thought that we would. And you're right. I mean, I went to one group and, and got to hang out and pray and and just even in the midst of the rubble could see the community come together and God's goodness even in that moment. 
Yes. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about your your background in, in IT and some of the things that you did in your career. It sounds like you were very competent, but also confident in, in your career. And so let give me a couple of examples of, of things that you, because weren't you involved in education as well? I wanted to be in IT, but at, at first I didn't know which part of IT I wanted to be in. And so it kind of I got led to the networking side. And then from that, I was doing designing phone systems and networks and um, internet points of presence and all of those kinds of things for a local university. And then I got into the strategic planning part of it and then worked, provided input to the state of Texas strategic plan for network resources. And I sat in that room with all of those really qualified people and I thought, what is this girl from Orange, Texas doing in this room? Because I started out as a network person and then I fixed computers for a little while and things like that. But I just saw the plan of God working in all those things. My desire at the time, my plan was to be promoted and do better and help people. Because um, for me, it ultimately goes back to people. If we help the students, we help the parents, we help the community. And I just saw things through those lenses. I didn't expect to be promoted to the levels I was and um, was kind of surprised that I had prayed for those things, but yet they had happened. But God was giving me credentials so that I could go into places in times of hardship and building new websites and all kinds of things like that. At one point, we did online education for the first time before COVID, and we had about 16,000 students. So I was designing everything with our teams to deliver that effectively and things like that. I settled up. I became the vice president of Lamar University for Technology, and that led me into relationships with people at the state of Texas level. So I ended up organizing and developing curriculum for technology uh, for a textbook adoption. I help evaluate that. And for the high school computer science curriculum. And I just had all of these opportunities. God just put me with the right people. But during that time, he was being really sneaky with me because he knows me. And he led me to those places. But in those places, I would always have someone come up and say, you know, I really need help with this particular thing. Can you please help me? So, of course, I'm going to drop what I'm doing and help that person. And I ended up through all of that thing, long story short, I ended up at our church teaching a group of women who were either divorced or for some reason or another had been out of the workforce for a long time and needed the skills that it took to get back into the workforce. So we just pulled them all in a computer lab and put them all together and started at ground zero and got them to the point where they could pass certifications and and do things like that. So that's how God led me into small group teaching. And since that, I discovered that was a passion of my heart. And so I always have to be learning or teaching something every day. And it was just amazing to me how I had my plan. God had his plan. He was gracious enough to let me work mine. But in the same time, he was 
interweaving his plan for me. I absolutely love that. And that, I think that God works like that with all of us. You know, he knows the desires of our hearts and he places desires in our hearts. I truly believe so that we will do the things that he has called us to, because the scripture says that there are good works for us to walk in works that he had planned before we were born, the things that only we can do. And that just blows my mind how intentional God is with each and every one of us. But he's also a gracious and loving father. And, and he gives us room and time to grow. And so I love that about your story. I can see similar threads in, in my own story. And I'm sure listeners, you can in yours as well. We don't always know why things happen, why things work together, but God's working it all together for good. And I love that you've been able to take your corporate skills and then bring them into the small group to help women and to teach them and to train them. Well, you talk about your book is is crushing insecurity. And one of those, the subtitle is pursuing your dreams. So how do you encourage women to pursue their dreams? Because you said you, you were working with these women that hadn't been in the workforce for a while, you gave them some skills, but how how do you guide them and direct them into pursuing their dreams? There was um, a lot of the times I would talk to them one-on-one, so it kind of depended on what that individual person was doing at the time. We always pray. We always had scripture. We started off every meeting with prayer. I would just encourage them. I did a lot of mentoring during that time, not only of those women, but I was mentoring students at, at the university as well. And basically just develop a relationship of trust because, you know, we only share with people we trust our innermost details. And so it, sometimes it would take a while to build that relationship, but then I could encourage and I could get them to read the scriptures that God's given us to remember that no matter what we think in our brains or our minds or anybody else tells us, we are who God says we are. And so remind them about, you know, I'm a child of God. I'm I'm no longer a slave to sin. I'm all of those kinds of scriptures. I would have some and we would read them over and over and over. And when different situations would come up, I would just draw out a Bible story or a scripture or something that had happened to me just as encouragement. And then before long, the whole group was encouraging each other. It was just amazing to watch it happen. And when the class was over, then they wanted to have another class and another class. And because we just developed those relationships together and I learned things from other people a whole lot easier than I do than, you know, learning from just a book or something like that. I'm, I'm a people studier because of the positions God's put me in and he gave me those gifts and talents. So it was easy for me to discern what was going on in some, someone's life. And then, kind of pull them aside and say, Hey, what do you need? What can I do? What, you know, do you need to have this kind of training? I can find somebody to help you. And it kind of all started in the um, technology side and then lead to small spiritual groups. And I realized through all of that, that my passion, not only education and business was to help others in the transformation in their life and get closer to the Lord. 
I love that. And I love that you did that by meditating on the scriptures, proclaiming the scriptures, declaring the scriptures together as a group. So there's there's two components there. One, y'all, we have to be in the word. Daily, we have to be in the word. We have to renew our mind. We have a very real enemy who is coming after us, who wants to discourage us, divide us, d- distract us, all the different things. And so we have got to be rooted and grounded in God's word. And then the other part of that is we've got to be in community because that is where we encourage one another. When, when we are falling, someone else can pick us up. When we're discouraged, you know, sometimes we are the encourager and sometimes we're the encouraged because even as a small group leader and a teacher, I know that as I pour myself out unto others that, uh, you know, the more I teach and train, the more people are encouraging and in- inspiring me as well. So I think that in, in this time post-COVID that um, churches are we're not in our heyday like we were days before. And I think the Lord's very clear in Hebrews that all the more as the day draws near, we have to be together. And so we have to get plugged in. Do not do life alone. Find your sisters that you can get in the word with. And it's not going to be perfect because none of us are perfect, right? But through that, we can keep each other encouraged by being grounded in the word. And then we can can meditate on those scriptures like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And when we get that, like, it's not that I can do all things through Christ. It's that I can can do all things through Christ because he's the one that gives me strength. It doesn't have anything to do with my strength. So I love that you pursued that with your ladies to develop them and to, to inspire them into the word. So what are some what are some dreams that you have Kim obviously writing a book that was one of your dreams uh, and you know where where do you see God taking you next I think always small groups that is something that I'm just passionate about I can't ever get away from even if it was leading teams and in the workforce I like to bring people together God's given me the gift to see what they're spiritual um, strengths and weaknesses are. And I always try to get them plugged into where their strengths are and help them with their weaknesses. And we've led small groups for so long and it's just been life changing for everyone involved. So I don't see me getting away from that. I will try to teach more women's events at our local church because that's the greatest way that I've found to be able to to make those lifelong relationships and um, grow together. I think that's important that people don't feel like they're on their own, that there's always somebody they can get with. From the insecurity side, I just want them to know that insecurity is the enemy of their purpose and their destiny, that they have to be strong. They have to get in the fight. We have to, if we fall down, we stand back up. You know, there's somebody there to help pull us up if we can't get up. And God is always there with his plan and his purpose for our lives. There's no situation we can't go through as long as we have him. When we recognize who he is and we work towards being what he's called us to be. Yeah. So you you mentioned that you help women discover their gifts. What are some of the tools that you use to help them to to know what their gifts are? 
A lot of those are spiritual gifts tests that you may have taken through your churches and things like that. We went through a a period of time at our church and when we were in Orange, Texas, that we were giving those spiritual gifts tests to people. And so we would have them answer the questions and then we would talk those through and see the top three characteristics that they had and how those fit into the spiritual gifts. And um, it was amazing that it would turn out so different than they thought many times and so much that um, they realized that they had kind of put themselves based in positions based on what they thought were their spiritual gifts, but they were in the wrong place in the body of Christ and not being as effective as they could have been if they were working within their gifts. And so we did several sessions to say, okay, what is this gift, you know, of miracles or whatever it is? What does that mean? What is, how do we do that? How do we accomplish that? And almost all of the time they would come back and say, I can see that in myself. You know, we just get in these lives and our lives and sometimes we just have all of these different choices to make. And if we go, we open one door, we're closing another one. And we just kind of get into this space where it's not exactly where God wants us to be. And so we're not just as effective as we can be. But again, I just always go back to that thing. We need people. People can gently help us, just like the shepherd takes his staff and guides the sheep back where they belong, as God does to us. We can do that for other people. But I think it's important for people to know what their gifts and talents and abilities are so that they can be in the right place in ministry to use them and be effective and help other people. Yes. And I, you know, I think it's important to know, first of all, we all, we all have gifts and they all come in different measures and you can learn more about spiritual gifts by getting in the word to look at, at those gifts and, and get somebody to help you. If you don't know what your spiritual gifts are, find us. I think you can even do those spiritual gift tests online. I will look for some and I'll put them in the show notes. We need everybody in the body of Christ right now doing what they've been called to do. So if you don't know what your gifts are, find out and work in your gifting. Use the talents that God has given you for his glory because we need everyone in the body doing their thing for Christ right now. So Kim, I'm so thankful for the work that you're doing with women in the local church, in the small group. So important to be connected to a body of Christ. And if anybody's listening to this podcast, We've got listeners all over the world. If you do not have a local body of believers, I would encourage you to get plugged in. Even if if you're in a country where maybe you, you don't have a church, you can find a friend and you can open the Bible together and you can learn and grow together. So we just, Kim, thank you so much for being a guest on By His Grace. Tell us when the book officially launches. Okay, well, it eventually launched. I'm on Amazon yesterday, and my publishing and media company is working on that to be this week or next week. The actual books are on their way with all the shipping issues that we've had lately in the last couple of years. But I have one. I have one in my hand. Yes. <laughs> so I was so excited to get that yesterday. And um, more will be coming in the next week. And so um, my author website, it's KimAllenAuthor.com. 
there's a way to get them there. Also on Amazon and from my publisher, Endgame Press. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on the By His Grace podcast today, Kim. Thank you for asking me, Missy. It's my pleasure. From aspiring musicians to church worship teams, the worshipinitiative.com has resources for everyone. The Worship Initiative is an online training resource to help you learn and lead top worship songs with in-depth instrument tutorial videos, chord charts, and more. Alongside instrument training, we have devotionals for every song and training videos on how to be an effective worship leader from voices like Shane and Shane, Phil Wickham, John Piper, Ben Stewart, and more. Only at theworshipinitiative.com. Start learning and leading your team now by using the code SPARK23 for your first month free. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Philip, and I would love to connect with you there.